0: You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today is a very special interview. It's a little bit different than what you're used to because I have a client on the line and someone who has gone through the click technique. And essentially during this podcast interview, I'm going to take a first glance at her new company and give her some ideas and things that she needs to do in order to execute the click technique and get a never-ending stream of traffic and leads to her new business and the different things that she has to do in order to do that. So it's a really cool interview. I met Melissa. Her name is Melissa Tucker, and she's with Intellectual Property HQ, which is a really cool business all on its own. I interview her husband next week, so make sure you tune in in for that where we really dig into what their business does. But essentially, I know all of you are creating content because of course, that's the first step in the click technique, of course. And so you're creating content. And if you ever want to copyright that content, which the answer is, yes, you do want to copyright that content. Melissa and her husband are going to be the people to go to and the people to lean on in order to make that happen. So that's today's episode. It's really interesting because again, we're just kind of going through her new business. She is actually a veteran online marketer. She knows a ton of stuff about online marketing, but we're still able to set the course on a few different things that maybe she hadn't thought of before. So you're going to want to tune in for this episode it's amazing. Before that, of course, we have to call out what letter of the click technique this episode is all about. And it's about K for keep going. So even if you go out and you think you have the whole click technique executed, you can still kind of stand back and ask yourself, is your irresistible offer the very best it can be? Are people opting in? What are the stats? What's happening? What else can you add to your website? So all of this happens in the K for keep Going. So. Online marketing is a never-ending process, people, and you can always improve. And that's really the beauty of online marketing because we have all those amazing stats to tell us, you know, give us something to beat, a benchmark. So this is a really cool interview. If you don't have any clue what I'm talking about when I say the click technique, make sure you go to theclicktechnique.com and opt in for my five-day camp that will set you straight on what the click technique is. Essentially, it's my super secret formula that we put clients at traffic and leads through in order to generate traffic and leads for them. And I'm giving it to you for free as well as a free Facebook group that you can join. And basically my staff and I will be in there supporting you on your way to building a strong foundation for online marketing. So check us out at theclicktechnique.com. Let's go in for a little tip today. So one of the things that was asked out on the Click Technique Facebook group is, well, I'm gonna make fun of them, but it's, wah, one click Lindsay. I don't wanna do a double opt-in, do I have to? Now, I know, I put wah before that because I agree. Like it is my gut instinct to want to build my list to be as big and powerful and have as many people on that as possible and double opt-ins going to cut into that. So what is a double opt-in? I think you guys know what it is if I describe it. So you go to someone's website, you want their irresistible offer. Maybe it's that PDF that's going to tell you how to lose 20 pounds in the next 24 hours, right? You're going to download that ASAP. So you download it, but before the person that you're downloading it from is going to give you that PDF, you get this other email in your inbox that says, hey, are you really who you say you are? Is this your email address? If so, click on this link to prove it and then I'll send you that awesome PDF. So you do that. That is called a double opt-in versus a single opt-in where, hey, I wanna download that PDF, deliver it to my inbox, You go to your inbox and voila, there it is. So what are the pros and cons? The pros, of course, of a single opt-in are, it builds your list. It's one less step, one less headache for people to have to go through in order to get on your list. Why a double opt-in? Well, if people, basically a double opt-in is going to keep your list nice and tight and full of people that truly, truly want to be on the list. And honestly, people, that is the kind of list you want. You would rather have a small list of people who are willing to click on a link to verify their email address, then you are a list of people who are just like willy-nilly downloading every PDF on the internet that they can get their hands on. So you do wanna do a double opt-in. Like all internet marketers will have their own opinion on this, but the answer is you want to double opt-in. It's going to keep your email list cleaner, for example. Second of all, your deliverability rates are going to be higher because they've actually performed an action on one of your emails. And if you're using like a MailChimp or a ConvertKit or an Infusionsoft, they're going to track that. They're going to be like, okay, one click Lindsay sends these emails. No one ever clicks on them, but all of a sudden, like your first email or so people are clicking on. So you do want to do the double opt-in option. It keeps your list cleaner. It keeps it full of people who are willing to take that one extra step to show you that they really want to be part of your community. So do the double opt-in. Do the double opt and That was my answer out on the private Facebook group for the Click Technique. So you can join it, it's free and it's awesome. So make sure you do that. Let's bring on Melissa. Again, this was one of my favorite interviews. I met her through the Click Technique Facebook group and uh, she became a client of mine and now we're fast friends. So yay for the Click Technique group and technology. So let's bring on Melissa Tucker with Intellectual Property HQ. Here we go. so welcome to the show Melissa I'm so glad to have you on today I am so grateful
1: and so excited for what we're going to be talking about
0: Yeah. So just so everyone knows, Melissa and I met through my The Click Technique Facebook group. She is an active, wonderful, amazing member. And so we kind of decided that we were going to brainstorm a podcast and just have this conversation in front of everybody about her new project, Intellectual Property HQ. Yep. And I'm excited. I'm really
1: excited. I send everybody, like I have tons of friends that are like, oh, let's go have coffee and I can pick your brain. And now I'm sending everybody to you and your group. And so you guys, if you haven't checked it out, go
0: sign up. It's fabulous. Thank you so much. So let's talk about you. IntellectualpropertyHQ.com. What is it? So basically it
1: is the online version of what my husband has been doing offline for over 10 years. So neither one of us are attorneys, but he is a copyright and trademark and patent management. And I I always get this a little bit confused, but basically he does management and enforcement. And so he has a small handful of clients that pay him very well to manage their content, track it, get it taken down, and then work on strategies for when people that steal the content, we call them pirates, when they don't want to take them down. Then we have a whole strategy that we work on behind the scenes to compensate our clients for the money that the pirates have stolen from them. And also usually there's a traffic component so that our clients end up getting more traffic or more people to their website. So we, he's been doing this offline for a long time, he's—I think—the only person that does it the way that he does it, and he's kind of like the wolf from Pulp Fiction. Like, he's really, really smart. In the last 12 months, he's won over a hundred million dollars in claims for our clients, and then we've settled a lot more of that because not everything goes to court and goes all the way down the track. So. I'm like so passionate about the online space and I see all these people creating podcasts and creating blogs and creating courses and I want them to understand how to protect themselves so that 18 to 24 months down the road when their stuff is being stolen, which it probably will be like, so they know what the recourse is.
0: When you say, "Well, first of all, let me mention to everybody we will be having Melissa's wonderful husband on. So watch for that episode in a couple of weeks, and we'll will, we will quiz him on how to find these people and do all this. But one thing I wanted to bring up that you mentioned is you said their content probably will be stolen. Did you mean to say that? Yes,
1: absolutely. So the clients that my husband works with, they've been around for a while, you know, ten, fifteen years. But And he'll go into this more. His gut is usually right on, but he's seeing that we're kind of in this space on the internet where everybody's creating. And there's, especially in our group, there's very much this, I'm just going to put my stuff out there for free and people are going to come find me. And and that kind of attitude, which is great. Like, I totally believe in that. However, just seeing how people that have been online for longer, what happens to their content, there's a really good chance that that's going to be happening to you know, as we gain, what's the word, popularity. And like, for example, and I'm not going to tell exactly how to go do this because I don't want this stuff found. However, if you go search for your favorite content creators, e-courses, you can find it out there a lot cheaper than they're selling it for. And you can find it in some cases for
0: free. Don't I go do that. Me. So You're talking <laughs> about like people that are going and finding these courses and then reselling it on their own website, but it would be under, like, let's just take like Pat Flynn, we were talking about him a second ago. Like let's say Pat Flynn has a course. I cannot go to patflynn.com to get it. I can go to like piratemystuff.com and find Pat Flynn's course. So you're talking about literally finding that and not necessarily people stealing Pat Flynn's ideas and marketing it as themselves, but literally finding his course.
1: Correct. And I have not specifically went and searched or download his we're, we've done it and we've documented other people's purely for the sake of examples so that we can go to them and say, this is what we found wow. and this is what we want to do for free for you to be able to hopefully get in front of their audience. But yeah, I mean, there's different membership sites out there or downloadable sites where you could say, you know, here's a hundred bucks and now I have access to
0: thousands wow.
1: of courses that are out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's that is so okay. wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's so wrong. So your husband is off doing the, the lawyering and the, and the getting millions of dollars for his customers. You are, you are in charge of the intellectual property HQ, which is, it looks like you're doing a master class and a Facebook support to help protect your content for content creators like myself. Is that true? Is that right? Yes. Yes. So
1: I am a total geek when it comes to the online in the marketing and that portion of it. So my role, we haven't decided if we're going to be doing a membership, an e-course, maybe a combination. And my job is just to figure out how to get this out there in front of our ideal clients. And that comes back to why I'd love to talk to you is like, how do I create that curiosity?
0: Yes, which is the C in the click technique for everybody who is not a member of that class. Go get, go become a member now. So, is it easy or hard to copyright my stuff? And what do I need to copyright? So, you're talking about registering it with the U.S. Copyright Office. Well, I don't know. What I mean, how do I need to? I don't know. You're the boss. Tell me. uh, Am I supposed to protect (laughs) every piece of content, every blog article I write, or like what am I supposed to protect? So, here's a couple things. Once, as
1: soon as you create something, it's quote, you know, air quotes copywritten. However, if down the road somebody steals your stuff and they decide to resell it or they want to market it as their own or whatever, in US law, you're only entitled to actual damages, which is very hard to prove. Uh So it's like, you know, so you're out, what, you know, 20 bucks, five bucks. There's It's very, very it's up to the judge and their mood that day. However, if you copyright your content, there's a minimum and my husband can give you the exact amount. I think it's $120,000 per infringement that you're entitled when somebody steals it. So yeah. And then for the past year, he's been lobbying the US Copyright Office and actually the past month or so has been working with them to make it easier for content creators to uh, copyright our stuff. So for example, fast forward a little bit. You could take the entire year, like this whole year you started in February with your podcast, right?
0: Um. Uh. Actually, I've been going about two years. Oh, okay. I was. But yes. Sure. So yeah, you could take
1: you know 2016, all of those podcasts, put them together, and copyright them under one copyright, which is a fifty-five dollar registration fee, and then those could all be protected together under that one copyright.
0: Wow. Yeah. Only so, 55 bucks. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. So depending on your strategy, right? Like if I had five courses, I would copyright each one. So that way if somebody wanted to steal and resell each one, it would be 120,000, I think, times five versus is 120 so cool. times one.
0: Yeah. So it was my impression that copywriting was like this huge headache and it was this huge expense. And so like, what's the, what's the point? But it sounds like to me at intellectual property HQ, you're going to tell me how to do this. It's not going to be a pain. And it's like 55 bucks. Yes, exactly. Wow. We're going to take
1: you through the whole process. And then my husband wants to create videos. So I'll get back to this in a second. But we're going to create videos to show you, okay, you have podcasts. This is how and where you register your podcast. You have blog posts. This is what this looks like. Courses, art, video, depending on... Because there's different ways that you can copyright it depending on what you've created. So we're going to make it really easy and break it down. And then also give you guys our form that we use, our takedown notice form that we use. And he's going to take you behind the scenes and show you how he finds where content's been stolen and
0: uploaded. Everybody that we contact. This is so cool and so useful. I love it. Okay. So now that I have a really good understanding of what amazing things you guys are going to teach people, you have a great product. So It sounds to me like you guys are still in the planning phases of, I'm not sure if we're going to offer a course. I notice here you have a Facebook group. Um, Like It doesn't seem to me like you have something to sell quite yet. Is that true? That's true. So what I've done, I've created a couple of Facebook ads, and I'm really,
1: there again, bring it back to curiosity, right? I'm still in the early phases of how do I get in front of our ideal clients and even let them know that it's a potential problem and something they want to do. But what we're offering for the first hundred people, that give us their number one question around registering their content, then we're adding them to a list and those first hundred people get our course for free.
0: And how did that go? So did you, is that the ad you ran on Facebook?
1: Yes, I've I've ran a couple. We're still in the process. I have a handful of like about 20 people have responded so far.
0: So I think my copy needs to be tweaked. Honestly. (laughs) And are you just looking for are you just looking for responses there in the Facebook comment or no? I'm taking them to a lead page that I created through ClickFunnels. Okay. which I can give you that
1: URL if that yeah, give it helps. to me. Okay, so it, let me make sure I have it right. So it's one hundred one dot uh, com forward slash opt-in, O-P-T-I-N. Awesome.
0: What's your number one question about copy? So just for everybody, I went to the I went to the landing page, free masterclass, how to copyright your work without wasting time and money. No lawyer required. What's your number one question about copyrights and or protecting your content or art? Give me the masterclass and a picture of Melissa's husband. So, okay. And you had about 20 responses. How much have you spent on Facebook ads thus far? I've actually spent quite a... I mean, not quite a bit. I can get to tell you probably about 20 or between $20 and $30. Okay. Total. Probably. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. So here is what my general opinion is. How to copyright your work without wasting time and money. So we came into this conversation. I do a lot of content. Um, I have customers that do a lot of content. I don't think, first of all, I don't think we know how easy it is to copyright. And second of all, you're not hitting on anyone's pain, right? So mm. like we want to say something like, imagine if you put all of your, and I hate marketing on the fly, so everyone has to deal with me, but <laughs> <laughs> imagine if you put your whole heart and soul into an online course just to turn around and find out that someone has stolen your work and there is nothing you can do about it. Guess what? You can prevent that from happening by taking this simple course and paying 55 bucks. That's good. Something like that. Because you're not hitting at the pain. Like to me, Melissa, you're saying the word copyright and protecting, you know, just like all these big words. Like to me, this sounds like accounting and insurance, which are the least, most interesting parts of running my business.
1: Which is exactly why I needed to talk to you because I feel like
0: (laughs) I'm too close to it. So, yes, the pain. The pain, pain, which is. Which is someone else stealing your stuff or, or mentioning, did you like a cool Facebook ad would be something like, did you know there are sites out there that steal online courses and resell them and you don't even know or something like that, like getting very scary and like the pain of what, what that would be like that you could be missing out on all of this money because someone has stolen your content. Okay. Okay. That's and correct. how simple, how simple it is to protect that content. The other thing about what's your number one question about copyrights or protecting your art? Yes, I really want people to answer that question. And yes, I want to get them on an email list. But I think you're going to be better off, quite frankly, to be doing probably a bot. Have you have you delved into Facebook bots before? A very little bit. Like I think I
1: logged into many chat and started something.
0: Yes, we all have, right? No, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Many chat. Yes. Uh, Watch for that episode. Okay. So, um, I almost feel like just getting people talking about their questions around copyright as more of like a Facebook comments kind of thing. And if you do it through many chat, then you're going to be able to kind of keep a track of people who do, who, who do that. Uh Now, the other thing I need to ask you is when I go, to intellectualpropertyhq.com how come there's not a blog on here that page
1: i just recently got started with so our goal right now and we have a call this afternoon we're going to start doing a couple lives a week to ramp up to a live show that we're going to be doing through our facebook page and then at that point we have the questions that people have already asked so in our live show jason's just going to dive deeper into answering the
0: specific questions and try to create that and then we're going to repurpose that live as our blogs Okay, wonderful. And something else to keep in mind about the lives um is that you always want a call to action on those. And so, yes, you want people to watch your live, but you want to send them to a page to get their email if they like want more info or somehow like to even at minimal pixel them so you know who is slightly interested. Some sort of call to action on I don't know, like I almost feel like you should you should definitely be creating uh what are you thinking for your opt-ins? Well, I was hoping that the
1: masterclass for free would be something that people would love. But I mean, we could do anything from my husband has a great spreadsheet that he created for tracking copyrights for people that have multiple different types of content. We could give away the tracking and maybe a quick video on how to do that. We could give away a template for the takedown notices.
0: Ooh. Ooh, I like that. You like that one? Okay. I like that. (laughs) I also like, like, are you willing to give me five steps to copywriting your blog posts? Yeah. You'd be willing to give that away? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to see that, but that's what you need. So for Facebook lives, yes, they're super wonderful and amazing, but just... You always want some sort of opt-in. So if you want to know more about copywriting, make sure you download this. I think Masterclass, that sounds like a lot of homework to me right yeah. now. Okay. And so like just like lowest barrier to entry is that free PDF from what I'm seeing on Facebook ads right now. That's going to be the best, like that. that's going to be your, like it's just gets the most opt-ins. Got it. It's a free PDF. So in in my opinion, if you're willing to give away your secrets, which as you know, in the click technique, I always preach giving away your secrets because then people aren't going to feel like doing it themselves. Mm -hmm. But it would be five simple steps to copywriting your online content. Or you could even say course, or you could even say your blog post, or like you just said, your podcast. And then you could advertise that to podcasters, but that might be a little too specific.
1: I think that's okay. I mean, we can run ads to different groups um, and hopefully get in front of those people, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. And did you say you have started doing your Facebook lives, or you haven't started yet? We have not started yet. That's on the like. I have a call this afternoon with our mentor at one thirty, and then after that, we're going to get going
0: because he wants awesome. to this up first. Yeah, we're excited. Awesome. And I also noticed that you have just recently started a Facebook group. How is that going? Um, so far, it's going pretty well.
1: So what happens with this funnel is once they give us their question, it takes them to a pop up where we t- ask for their email. And then on the thank you page, it says, you know, hey, come to the Facebook group. Inside the Facebook group, we are putting the questions that people have. and then Jason's going in and he's answering them in a lot of detail. So I, I think I mean we don't have a lot of people in there. I want to say we maybe, maybe have 12 people in there
0: right now, but so far, it's really quite active. For such a small group. Yeah, that's awesome. Like I can see that group really being so useful. Like, oh my gosh, this lady just totally stole my entire blog post and put it in her course. Like that I can ask questions like that and you guys would provide help, I'm guessing. Yeah, exactly. And
1: the goal is to provide just a ton of value and... So hopefully people love us and want to share us. And then at some point down the road, we might have a group where it's membership only. So we would have the free one, but then maybe be more active in the member one.
0: That's awesome. So when you do your Facebook Live, you are doing? Are you doing that in the group or are you doing that on a page? Planning on doing it on the page and then sharing it. What is? What are your thoughts? I would definitely – that's what I would do. I would do it on the page um, and then share it depending on how you feel like it goes, of course, like how long is the Facebook Live going to be, do you think? i hoping to keep them to about 10 to 15 minutes
1: initially, only because in the, you tell me, but this is my thing. When I start to watch somebody's live, if it goes longer, I'm usually like, I don't even have the time to invest in this and I just yes. check out.
0: Yes, I totally agree. So I think that's perfect. That's going to be really perfect. Yeah, just make sure you have that call to action. Make sure you have that opt-in. you got to get like number one, you guys totally need a blog where you're answering all these questions because as people go to the blog website to find the answers, you're pixeling them and we can turn around and create remarketing ads and Facebook to everybody who visited your site. Yes. And also create lookalike audiences. So I was also going to turn the audio from the lives into a podcast. I love that. Yes. Cool. The other thing that you probably want to get into is it's very easy to be, and I know you're a podcaster yourself, but it's very easy to get on people's podcasts, right? Especially business owners, content creators, and the podcast hosts themselves are content creators. So it's very simple to go out, pitch yourself to these podcasters, and get on people's podcasts. I get a lot of customers that way, and it gets your information out there. But again, when you're doing that, you've got to have this freebie. You've got to get um, these people's email address. Super duper important. Okay. And we'll make sure before Jason comes on your podcast, we'll make sure the freebies just for your (laughs) group. (laughs) Five five simple steps to copywriting your your own online information. Love it. I did see that you had your Facebook pixel installed. Excellent work. Thank you. Um, Do you have Google Analytics installed as well? Yes, I do.
1: And I I just want to give you another plug. So when you go through the click technique, that's one of the things. And if you're in the group, Lindsay will go check it for you. you
0: Yes, (laughs) I I will. It's very simple for us. But I'm still amazed at how many people don't have that darn Facebook pixel installed. So everyone get your Facebook pixel installed right now. Um, awesome. So what other, let's talk about anything else that I didn't address. What are your other thoughts and feelings? I guess just,
1: and and maybe we've already gone over them. So I'm excited to re-listen and go over my notes that I've taken, but how do I get curiosity on Facebook ads? I mean, is it the same type of thing? Imagine, or do I have to start out saying, Hey, podcasters, you know what I mean? Like what's the flow? What's the, how do I get Yeah. So is
0: what I would do. Um, first of all, Whatever those questions are that your husband is answering in Facebook. Li- well, okay. Blah, 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 blah. Back up. First thing that I would do is start running a likes campaign to your intellectual property HQ page. A likes campaign. Okay. Yes. So that's going to be very top of funnel. I would run a likes campaign that basically says, hey, uh, content creators, and you can go in and like you can find content creator audiences in yeah. Facebook, like anybody who like, likes all of these uh, influencers. Like they're going to be content creators. Okay? Okay. So you go in and you create a likes campaign for your Intellectual Property HQ Facebook page. And you should be able to get those people liking that page for probably less than 75 cents a like. Okay. And those are, those are very top of funnel. Those are people that raise their hand and said, yeah, I'm kind of a content creator and I'm slightly interested in copywriting my content. Yeah. Give me some more information. So they raise their hand and like it. Okay. Okay. Then take these questions that you guys are answering on Facebook lives and you have to create just one blog post per question. Okay. And you can even like, I would write it out cause you're going to get a lot of credit from Google if you write it out and then paste a snippet of the video of your husband answering that question and also post it on YouTube. Okay. The snippet. And basically every time you answer one of those questions on your Facebook page, now that you have, you know, five, 600, 700 people who have been on your page, you basically say, hey, have you guys ever asked this question? What do I do if I find my course on one of these pirate websites? Here's your answer. Click here to find the answer is what you need to say. Then... They will go to your website and you will pixel them. Okay. We know they're interested. And the other thing you can do, like you don't have to get super crazy about Facebook ads and in the click technique, I preach this, literally hit the boost button and boost it to the fans of your page Love because it. they've already raised their hand. We don't need to care about audiences and picking all these things because they've already raised their hand. They're in your funnel, okay? So now they, they want the answer. We've pixeled them so we can turn around and when you guys actually have a course to sell or some sort of offering then we can turn around and run ads to them. But also at the bottom of this blog post or and on the page, you need a pop-up that basically says how to copyright your content yourself in five easy steps for $55 or for less than $100 or something.
1: And then just have it be the taking them through the steps and doing it with the...
0: Yeah, that's a PDF. Yes. Okay. And so then as they go to the website, they're first of all pixeled. Second of all, we've tried to get their email address And then literally once a week to this email list, you're just sending our top questions for this week. We're here in case you missed it like once a week, make sure that you're emailing that list. I don't care how small it is. I don't care if it's just your mom and me on that list, Melissa. (laughs) Email that list every single week because if you don't email that list every single week and you guys wait for six months to get a thousand people on this list and then you email, everyone will drop off because they'll be like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah, that's been
1: one thing that I've never done before is consistent with email. So gotta do
0: it, pick a day and like no matter what, do it. And since since the click technique goes around content, like content is most important. That weekly email should not be difficult because it's just regurgitating the content that you've put out on your Facebook page, the Facebook live, all of these things. I love it. Yes. And that's how you're going to build your list. And then when you guys finally have a product to sell or when someone needs more serious help, you're the people they're going to go to.
1: What should I do with my cover image on my Facebook page?
0: Yeah, that, that leaves a little to be desired. (laughs) I'm not a huge fan of it.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll make sure you guys get to see the before because it'll be great after.
0: (laughs) Got it. Yeah. Like I said, I think you should take away the masterclass thing because that just sounds like me taking an insurance masterclass or an accounting masterclass, which I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, I want to read a PDF on how to copyright things. I like your website. Why? Like your website's super sexy. But that oh, Facebook header is not that brand at all. What what happened? Where's the disconnect there?
1: <laughs> I Probably didn't even think about it when I created this. Okay. <gasps> okay, so make it kind of a little more on brand.
0: Well, definitely more. On, if your brand is your is your brand your website is that your logo? I don't even have. A you don't logo, have
1: a logo. I figured I'd figure that out down the road. Yeah, for sure, for sure, and that's fine. But I can use the same font and the same colors,
0: and yes, and I it. yes, <laughs> and I do like how you have free masterclass on there, and I like when I click the cover photo, then it gives me uh, the link to go to the opt in. But like you did that right. You did that well. But we're going to change that to be a PDF. So maybe even an image of the PDF or something. This is so great. Thank you. Yes. Oh and God. go out to Fiverr, like create your PDF and you can go out to Fiverr or of course you can come to me and we'll like create a super sexy PDF cover. Like you want okay. it to look professional and pretty. Okay. Yeah. Um. Like another question that's just now coming to mind is like, Am I allowed to put the little C copyright thing on like my website even though I haven't done anything? Like that would be kind of interesting. And like what does that mean? And I, and yeah, and am I going to get like arrested for doing that even though I it's not really <laughs> copyrighted? And why does everyone do that just ideas? The other thing, when you're running your Facebook live, if you go in and you t- and you set a time for your Facebook live, then you can actually run an ad that will allow people to click on it to remind them to show up for the Facebook Live and Facebook will actually remind them. That's cool. Yes. I will put that in the show notes and I'll actually share that with you after the podcast. So everybody who wants to know how to do that, check out the show notes. That's very helpful. And also for Facebook Lives, I know you probably don't have a list right now, but you've got to start building your list with that free PDF. Is it important? Yeah, I know I keep repeating myself about that PDF, but when you Before you do a Facebook Live, you literally will email your list and say, hey, we're going live in tw- in 24 hours and then an hour before we're going live. I have customers that we do that and they, their Facebook Live uh, gets a whole lot more people on it because we're sending it to their list.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask how to even let people know because I know I think Facebook notifies me sometimes when people go live, but not necessarily all the time. I don't know.
0: Yes, it has to do with if they've requested to be notified Mm. But right now, since you guys are just starting and you have so few people liking, like that's a whole other reason why you want to run that likes campaign so you can get more people on your live. The other thing, and have you guys done lives yet? Not through this brand. I've done okay. them with other stuff. Okay. And you'll probably, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, you probably know that, but for people who haven't done Facebook live, it can be very, it's like a mind thing. You have to go in and you have to say to yourself, self, I don't care if anyone doesn't show up for this. I don't care if like 10 people pop on and then pop off because as you're doing it, you can see people coming and going. And in your head, you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm being so boring or everyone hates this or whatever, whatever your mind trash is. Like you have to move beyond it answer the questions and know that you're creating this video, people will watch it afterwards. It's also for your blog and it's also for YouTube.
1: That's actually why I'm really excited to be doing it with my husband so it's not so...
0: It can be very like, yeah, it's like a mind thing. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm like in this tunnel by myself and everyone hates me. You'll get used to it, that's the other thing. The other thing we're gonna need to do is, and if you sign up for the click technique, I have a way of how to find keywords you can actually rank for. Yes. without an SEO, take uh, watch that mini training. And again, that's for everybody for free. If you sign up for the click technique and I would go and do some keyword research on blogs that you can write. This will also be some questions that people are asking. And I would literally write blogs around those keywords and you'll start getting some natural organic traffic. And when they come to your site, you will pixel them and give them your free opt-in. And then a week after they're live, I
1: can put them on LinkedIn and Medium, right? There you you go. (laughs) Yes.
0: And definitely repost everything over on LinkedIn and Medium just to get more love from the search engines. And you never know who's watching you through LinkedIn. Like LinkedIn is pretty powerful. Uh, It can be really quiet sometimes, but then like people will pop out and be like, hey, why haven't... Like I literally had people, you haven't released anything for a while on LinkedIn. And it's like, oh, people are watching out there. Okay.
1: Okay. I haven't even really... I think I told you on the group, I've shied away from LinkedIn since I left corporate America. Yes, you did. But now I need to figure that out and make it a little bit.
0: Your content creators are going to be out there. Yes, they are. I'm trying to think of if there's groups where people would be asking questions like that. And there probably are. Yeah, like people are probably asking these copyright questions all over the dang place. So we've pretty much gone over like the entire click technique. So C for Curiosity. We've told Melissa now how to create amazing curiosity content by tapping into people's fears about getting having their content stolen, tapping into people's fears about how expensive it is to copyright things and how how hard it is. And she's going to alleviate those fears by telling us how easy it is and how you can prevent this from happening to you and how how easy it can be. The L for landing. I've lectured her about... <laughs> <setting>. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Lecture. That's such a horrible word. Okay. Go, uh, lectured her about getting a blog up, making sure that blog has a Facebook pixels installed so we can turn around and run ads to everybody who has shown any interest in these awesome articles that she is writing. I for irresistible offer. I told her her masterclass totally wasn't great. (laughs) And (laughs) she needs to do a PDF because a masterclass to me sounds like a lot of work in copywriting and does not sound interesting to me, although necessary, which is why I associate it with insurance and accounting. Um, CLI. The second C is cultivate, which I've told Melissa, you must cultivate through email marketing. She has to repurpose her content once a week to her email list, regardless if it's just me and her mom and her husband on her list. And it has to be every single week. Do not ever miss a week. There's not a reason to because you already have that content, okay? And Kay, keep going. This is a long-term gain. People are not going to like ask you to do business with them the first week you do this. Like you have to do this over the period of three, four, five months to get traction, to actually turn around and be able to launch a product for $40,000 in one day, or to do all of these other amazing things you can do online. You have to build a community first. And that is what the click technique is all about.
1: I love it. Hey, I have one more question. Please ask. Running that like campaign, what do you recommend? Like how much money do you recommend we spend?
0: $5
1: a day. $5 a day. Okay.
0: No, no, you don't need to spend any more than that. And it will just bring a nice, like, um, it will also, I have found that it has helped my customers to kind of see a nice flow of new likes coming in so that you're continually motivated to do this content. Right. And your Facebook page seems alive and active.
1: So you do that ongoing. You don't just wait like, okay, now I'm at a thousand likes so I can stop doing that. You just.
0: I leave that up to you. I am usually running, uh, I usually run about $5 a day. Okay. Because I always just kind of want my message out there. I mean, that's marketing is just getting your message out there. And again, for those, since this is a new business, you don't have an audience of pixeled people that we can draw from and create lookalike audiences from in Facebook. You don't have an email list. Like you're just starting brand new. A likes campaign is like the best way to create an audience of people. And that's what you need. You need an audience to where we can go and gather data from this audience.
1: Thank you. So much. You have no idea how much I appreciate this because, you know, starting all over can be frightening. And, you know, you think you know it because you've done it before, but it really is overwhelming.
0: Yes. I love it. But I think, I mean, I really do. I think the content creators out there need this message. It just needs to be packaged a bit more sexily. And I think you guys have, like, I've never seen this out there online. So I feel like, People will totally opt in for this. You can build a community. You can offer amazing services and you're super unique. And I think it will totally work. I love it. Thank
1: you so much. Of course, if you ever have any co- you know copywriting questions, let us know.
0: Yes, of course. And yeah. yeah, contact Melissa if you guys have questions or issues with copywriting. My final question though, before I let you go, when my client gets has stolen an image from like Getty Images and they get this horrible letter from Getty Images that they're going to be sued for like thousands and thousands of dollars. Is that for real? Or are they just trying to get money from you? Do you know anything about that?
1: That would be a great question to go into deeper with my husband. I would say take down the image and throw it away unless you actually get something, you know, unless somebody's serving you papers, you're not being sued.
0: Okay, I love um, it. But definitely, that's not legal advice. So. <laughs> yes, and do not steal images. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that's my funny. clients will sometimes like steal images off the internet. And that is a big no-no. Because just like you don't want people stealing your content, you shouldn't be stealing anyone else's either.
1: <laughs> yeah, but sometimes we don't even know that we're doing it. And yeah. people, yeah, when they come and they take advantage of the small guy, I don't like that. But the people that are taking people's content and legitimately reselling it, and making a lot of money off of doing that, that is not okay. And we
0: do not have to put up with that. I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> did I answer all of your questions? Do you have any other, do you have a, you have a plan ahead? I have a
1: plan ahead. I'm going to make it a little more sexier, create a PDF, do a likes campaign. We're doing Facebook lives, blogging, email list, emailing everybody
0: weekly. That's it, huh? All 10 of those. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> <off>? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> we'll come back and talk again next week after it's all done. And yes, going we will right. have <laughs> us on like, you know, six months from now to see how things are going, to see where her email list is, to see yeah. if they've created a product that they can actually turn around and sell. And that's the thing is don't wait till you have a product because you have to build an audience before you can sell to people. So like keep brainstorming that product or how you want that laid out, but start building a community and answering their questions. Awesome. Thank you. So sure. Much. Yes. So before you go, I'll give you if you want to take a minute or two minutes to if I didn't ask you something or if you want to say something else, it, the time is yours.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, I, I don't even know if I have anything else except for before we started, I mentioned that I also have a podcast and one of the things that I saw was once we hit that six month mark, things really started taking off. And I know that just the keep going part of it really, really works. So mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for you walking me through the foundation so that we can get to that down the road, because it, it, I know this is gonna help a lot of people and just multiply once we get six months to a
0: year out. I love it, awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for Thank being you. my guinea pig today, Melissa. <laughs> yeah. It's been super fun. Thank you. Oh, that was a really cool interview with Melissa, right? Like, yeah, that was one of my better episodes. I totally agree. Melissa is super fun to talk to. Her company is awesome. And it was great to be able to give her some real life, real live world tips and examples on how to improve her website to generate more traffic and leads for her new business. So make sure you check her out at intellectual property HQ. Make sure you check us out at the click So you can start generating more traffic and leads for your business. Today And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, pretty please share it with a friend, go give us a rating on Facebook. That would be so amazing. And of course, if you have the time and the patience, review us out on iTunes. I know it's a huge pain, but if you guys would review us on iTunes... That would be super amazing. Oh, and I should also add, of course, if you're looking, if your company is like dead in the water and you're not generating any traffic and leads, you need help with opt-ins or Facebook ads or traffic, SEO, pay-per-click, whatever the case may be that has to do with traffic and leads, make sure you contact me, trafficandleads.com, or you can reach out to me at Lindsay at com. We can help you with all of that. I have a team of people ready to help you. And that's like kind of why we're doing the podcast. So uh, we can connect with more of you that need help. So I know you need help because you're listening to this podcast. Obviously, you don't have it all nailed down quite yet, but you're close. I just know it. You just need a little bit of help, and that's what I'm here for. So um, I guess until next week when I interview Melissa's husband, I will talk to you then. Have a fabulous week. This is One Click Lindsay with TrafficAndLeads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.